a place to navigate cultural and spiritual topics prevalent in the world today, yet unique to the Buckeye student. This is Campus Conversations. Welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Campus Conversations. I am one of the hosts, Dylan. And Allison, how are you doing? I'm good. I am the other host, Allison. Uh, Dylan wants to take all the glory and say that he's the host, but I'm here also. (laughs) I'm just one of. I'm one of. Allison, this is an exciting episode because... This is. This right now, if you are listening to this, it is New Year's Eve. Um, It's December 31st, and tomorrow is the start of a new year, 2021, which is going to be met with a lot of excitement and optimism getting out Mm -hmm. of 2020 and some of the challenges this past year has presented. I think a lot of people are ready for a new calendar year. But on this episode today, we're excited because we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions, a conversation that we hear a lot on campus. Allison, have you ever had, or do you regularly do kind of the New Year's resolutions? Yeah, I would say I do regularly do the New Year's resolutions. I think it's kind of fun at the beginning of the year, not necessarily to look back and think of all the things I did wrong, but to just look at the year ahead. It just seems like a clean slate, you know, like, oh, I think there's this just mentality that you can kind of start over or do things anew or whatever. So um, yeah, I do regularly make resolutions. Um, I'm trying to think of what some of the resolutions were that I made last year. Probably one of them was working out more consistently. And I felt like with that one, there were weeks that were consistent and there were weeks there where it was totally inconsistent. So definitely didn't meet that one. Um, I didn't really make any like funny ones. I felt like they were more just like fitness. I challenged myself to read the Bible in a year. didn't do that. So I would say most of them I did not keep, unfortunately. <laughs> so we need a little bit more discipline in our lives. Yeah, yeah. maybe we are not the people to be speaking into this topic. <laughs> well, and, that's, and that's okay, because our guest for this, this episode is someone that I feel like can speak into this. So one of the popular, Allison, you alluded to this one, I don't know if it would be number one, but it would certainly be top five, New Year's resolutions is health and fitness in some way. So I want to eat more of blank. I want to eat less of blank. I want to work out this amount. I want to do this challenge, push my body in this way. That's a really popular New Year's resolution. And so joining us today is Jacqueline. Jacqueline is a junior at Ohio State, and she knows a lot about this topic. I'm not going to go into your credentials, Jacqueline. I'm going to allow you. Um, you I will say this. You have a fitness IG account that has amassed over 20,000 followers, which is amazing. So that right there is plenty enough for the resume to qualify you more than Allison or myself. JB, forfeit. All of our listeners should give it a follow. We'll we'll have to pub it because I know that you're too humble too. So Right. JB, for the number four fit. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, (laughs) hit that follow button. Jacqueline, maybe introduce yourself. and kind of, yeah, on the topic of health, fitness, wellness, where do you kind of fit into all of this? Yeah, so hi, everyone. I'm Jacqueline. Um, Like Dylan said, I'm a junior at Ohio State. And I guess one aspect I fit into the health and wellness field is I'm studying medical dietetics here. So I'm a registered dietitian to be. And in addition to that, I am a certified personal trainer. So 
I trained some clients. I did it here at Ohio State at the RPAC. Um, so that's also a passion of mine. So I kind of dive into the nutrition aspect, the fitness aspect, and more lately, I would say just like the lifestyle aspect as well, um, working on creating a balance between the fitness and nutrition, but also tying in the, the spiritual wellness, um, the intellectual, social, emotional, mental wellness as well. Um, so I guess I can kind of explain how I got into this. Um, I was an athlete growing up, played soccer and basketball, and I was a gymnast for almost 10 years. So then transitioning from playing sports, I kind of started lifting weights and becoming more interested in that and just doing my own research online and found that I had a huge passion for this area and I wanted to help others and help myself, I guess, through it all. So um, started the Instagram account my senior year of high school. So it would have been about three years ago now, I think. And it started out as a really great thing, I would say. Like it was holding me accountable, I thought. Um, I was posting workouts, creating content, um, trying to motivate and inspire others along the way. And soon it kind of, I guess, kind of became like a slight obsession for me. Like I felt mm. the pressure to continue posting and I felt the pressure to maintain a certain physique almost and like eat mm. a certain way. Um, so it kind of spiraled out of control in a sense. And I soon realized that what I thought was quote unquote healthy wasn't necessarily healthy. Um, and so after realizing that I've been working more on creating an actual healthy balance between all the things, like I mentioned earlier, and also preaching to my following and just talking to all my friends about, um, how it's important not to necessarily become obsessed with those things because it can sometimes lead to being an idol or a downward mm. spiral and it's just important to keep things in perspective that's great what do you what do you feel like in that was there kind of a switch that flipped for you a, a moment where you're like man this is maybe heading somewhere i'm not sure i wanted to go because of just maybe the natural of just that obsession that you're talking about, right? Um, what was there? Was it kind of something that just one day it sort of flipped? Or is it over the course of time, you just started to, man, I want to kind of change this because I also want to tie in more of these other aspects of health and wellness that just focusing on my own can be kind of damning to that and kind of hurtful to that? What that look like? Yeah, that's a great question. I I definitely wouldn't say there was an exact switch or an exact moment because I think for a while I was partially like in denial that what I was actually doing was unhealthy. Mm. And I would say that I kind of started noticing it probably like into my freshman year of college because once I came to college, like, you know, you're in college, you can kind of do what you want, do what you want, like you're in charge of your life. And I think that that is slowly like when I realized like, okay, I kind of need to chill out on this. And I even like my parents kind of expressed concern and um, mm. I've had a support system throughout all of it, which has been amazing. But yeah, so it's kind of a slow transition and also like a slow process to um, change what I'm doing and like reframing my thoughts around it. 
That's good. Allison, how many Instagram followers do you have? Me, Dylan? Yeah, you. Um, if you just had to ballpark it. Off the cuff, I don't know, maybe like 1,100. That's is what I would bad. guess. You know, I'm, I'm here just measly old me. I'm rocking about 400. You know, they're, <laughs> they're a faithful follower. Um, well, and you're from Rome City, and that's the population of your hometown. So I think maybe that's why. <laughs> right, right. Um, I couldn't get technology until college, until I moved out of where I was from, because we didn't have internet. Um, that's not completely true. But I, I have to ask, Jack, I'm sure you've gotten this question you know, several times is kind of annoying. And it's not all about the number of followers. I get that. But in three years, 20,000, that's really impressive. It is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so how does that, how did that grow? I mean, I, I, I understand you started in high school, so maybe some friends and things like that. But now it's just blown up. How does that happen? Yeah, so it definitely immediately just started out with like my high school soccer and basketball teammates following me. And that's pretty much it. Um, and then I think it really came with a lot of consistency and a lot of motivation. Like I'm the type of person, if I set my mind to something, I'm going to do it. And like, I'm not going to stop, which sometimes can be unhealthy, but sometimes it's a good thing. Um, so I guess it was just a lot of like posting every single day, um, posting content that other people wanted to see following um, similar accounts, like people that I look up to, like in the fitness world or nutrition world um, and just a lot of interaction there um, so that I could reach more people through other people, I guess. So a lot of time invested and practice, which I think it grew like a bit probably over a year ago. And then it kind of plateaued because I like entered college and didn't really have as much time because of like my studies, they were more important than posting on my Instagram. So. Um, but yeah. This is a question for both of you, even Allison, I'd love to hear um, recent grad. I feel like you're, I feel like sometimes I just default to like recent grad question, Allison, you know, just, <laughs> um, but how, I mean, why do you think there is for, for both of you just such a, I don't want to say infatuation or um, obsession. I think that may be extreme, but just fitness is such a big thing in, in students' lives. I think that in a lot of ways it is all around us and maybe it's the, the comparison game. I'm not sure. For you guys as students, I mean, would you agree with that? I guess is the first one. Like, would you say, yeah, I feel like most people want this. And do you see it sometimes as, have you seen evidence of it sometimes being harmful? Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like the Ohio State community does a really good job of promoting health and wellness and like making that a priority, trying to make that mm -hmm. a priority um, for students and like just being a helpful resource for students in that way. So I feel like there's kind of a culture, particularly on Ohio State's campus where that's promoted. Like I just feel like the typical student will go to class and maybe they'll get a workout in a couple of times a week. And that's just like kind of part of their routine. Um, but maybe getting a little broader among young adults I think that it is healthy, obviously, to work out and to take care of yourself and to, um, you know, care for like the one body that God's given you. I feel like that's just good stewardship. Um, but I think it can easily become unhealthy when 
men, women and men are like tracking a number on a scale or trying mm. to fit in a certain size, you know, clothing or they're mm. comparing themselves to other people. And I think social media, I mean, I'm not an expert on this topic at all. So I'm sure Jacqueline, you can say more profound things, but I feel like social media just um, amplifies all of those feelings because then you see strangers and people that you don't even know you have access to all these people's profiles and everyone looks so fit and so healthy or so this and that. And so then you think, man, I'm behind or I don't look like that. I need to hit the gym. Like I, and then your motivation Mm -hmm. for it is just to try and like chase a standard. It's not necessarily to improve yourself um, or yeah, glorify God with health and fitness, I feel like. So I just think most people's motivations are all off with it. Um, but I feel like it is a really prevalent hobby and interest. I feel like among young adults and for college students, for sure. Mm. Yeah. I like what you said about motivation. I think that it's important to differentiate if that motivation is outward or inward. If you're doing it because like, if you're working out because it actually makes you feel good and that's like the way that you enjoy moving your body, like for example, not everyone's going to enjoy lifting weights. Like some people may enjoy Mm -hmm. yoga more and that's perfectly fine. Like there's not a need to compare yourself to others and how you are also talking about social media. Um, It's important to remember that what you see on social media is truly a highlight reel. So people Mm. are getting the best angles of themselves. People are posing in ways that that's not how you look in real life type of thing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So true. So, yeah, but I think, yeah. And at Ohio state, I think they do really promote health and wellness. And um, I know the gyms are always busy and things like Mm -hmm. that. And I think going to the gym is a great outlet, especially for college students. If you're sitting at the library and studying all day, like it's good to get up and move your body and things like that. Um, But yeah, just keeping a balance without obsession is important. Mm -hmm. So again, for both of you, um, because I think you both hit on something that's so great is, is having that balance, understanding, Allison, you were talking about it is good to steward our bodies. You know, it is something that is good for us to take care of. We should really, you know, consider that and think about that because we want to promote longevity in our lives. And, you know, we want to be, we want to try to, you know, be healthy and encourage that in other people and things like that, which is great. How does for each of you specifically, what about your faith has led you to say, you know what, it's not just about this one thing, whether that be health or fitness. I, I think the, you know, the, the question I'm trying to ask is oftentimes I, I tell people good things can become God things. And so what I mean by that is there's plenty of good things, but when we make that um, our center, our focus, our obsession, it becomes an idol. It becomes something we serve. It becomes kind of a, a God to us. What is it about your guys' faith that prevents that? Mm. I can take this one first. Um, That's a really good question. I like what you said too, just about how so many good things, whether it be health and fitness or a job or a relationship Mm. can easily become God things. Um, So I guess in how my faith has changed that, I think keeping Christ at the center of your life um, just simplifies your life, which some, I don't know if everyone would agree with that, but um, I think that, yeah, when your relationship with God is what's most important to you, all of these other things will fall rightly into place. Um, You know, like when God is on the throne, you have 
school and relationships and fitness and health, like they're all rightly placed where God wants them in your life. Um, and you're giving those things can you giving control of those things over to him. So now it's like, I'm not, I don't need to have, you know, this perfect image. I don't need to have, you know, the right, everything in my life. Like that doesn't all need to be in a balance because God is putting it in balance for me. So I guess in that way, I think before I became a Christian, I was just trying to have control over all of those things. And you can't, you really are not in control of all of those things. Um, there are things in life that you are obviously do have some sort of control on. Um, but yeah, I think before my life was just out of balance because I was trying to control, um, yeah, just an image, um, and popularity and a school, you know, trying to have a certain GPA and trying to have a certain number of friends and all that. Um, and it wasn't, they were all really out of balance. So I think that, yeah, my faith has changed that in that way, if that makes sense. No, that's really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can definitely relate to the control aspect of trying to control everything, like whether that be what time I go to the gym in the day or control what I eat or control um, my relationships, just different things like that. And I think faith in my life has also um, made me realize like I'm made in God's image and my purpose is to glorify God, not mm. to glorify my body or something like that. And mm. I like to think about how God, God knows our soul. He doesn't care what we look like. Um, I think that's a really helpful reminder if you get caught up in like maybe bo body image issues and things like that. Mm. It's like, and no one is perfect and we all have imperfections about us and that's how God made us and that's how we're meant to be. So I think that's always helpful for me to remind myself and my faith has really um, challenged my thoughts in that way. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. What you guys are saying is awesome. Well, as we kind of get ready to conclude our time, Jacqueline, I have one kind of last question for you. College students are listening, uh, specifically Ohio state college students are listening. Mm -hmm. What is one thing? So let's say there's a, a first year or a second year that's listening to this episode right now that's thinking, hey, in 2021, I really want to get serious about health and fitness. What is one thing you would just tell them? I would say probably to take slow, small steps and not jump in with two feet right away. Because I think that when you jump into something too quickly, it can become something that it's just not going to stay consistent, I think. And I like kind of noticed that from personal experience. Um, just you might be really motivated for the first two weeks and then it's going to die, die off. Rather, if you take slow, small steps, like maybe set a goal, okay, this week I'm going to go to the gym two or three times for an hour and just take those slow, small steps. And then I think it'll lead to more consistency throughout the entire year rather than say the month of January. Mm. That's good. That's such good advice. Jacqueline, I feel like Dylan and I are experiencing that a little bit right now with some of our friends. We set mm. this goal to do this like 25 miles of Christmas <laughs> thing, <laughs> like where you run a mile a day leading up to Christmas. Okay. And there was a lot of energy behind it at first. And I, Dylan, I did not run yesterday or the day before. I, did you? 
I haven't. I've been doing more two or three mile runs to make up mm. for it than trying okay. to, but I'm I'm behind. I am behind. Yeah. I'm saying I'm this. My you. wife is looking at me over her shoulder, <laughs> like, uh, "Don't lie right now." And so yeah. I am behind. I am behind. Um, so I feel, but like what you're saying, I feel like it's so easy to like, especially at the beginning of the new year, to jump the gun. Everyone mm -hmm. is the gyms are packed in January yep. because everyone's trying to get in there and get time. But I think you're right, like setting small tangible goals for yourself like that's huge so mm -hmm. yeah yep dylan i would love to know what some of your new year's resolutions are to conclude so our time good. i know what well, yeah campus conversation new year's resolutions allison you think we can give them five yeah let's try to give the listeners five new year's resolutions that would appeal to a general listener yeah okay okay and jacqueline you can help us out here i think one is pertaining to diet here are a couple not drinking soda for a year or limiting the amount of sweets you eat. Maybe you just get a sweet treat once a month for the year of 2021. So you don't have to completely exit out, but that would be one that I would have. Allison, what's one you got for us? Mm. I think we all need to read more. I would say maybe the listener can challenge themselves to read a certain number of books in 2021. Could be educational, but yeah, read some books. That would be mine that I would throw in the hat. I would say another one, um, getting more to, you know, exercise, fitness, a good resolution, maybe run a half marathon. That's a good one. I'm not going to go full. I'm not going to go full. That to me, <laughs> if you want to do that. Uh, for me in 2021, I want to bench press my body weight. So that's a big goal for me. I'm not going to disclose how much I weigh or how much I can currently bench. Okay. Dreams can happen. They can happen to you. So that's my, um, a physical resolution. Allison, you got another one. Mm. Drink more water. Yes. I've got some right here, but maybe drink a certain number of ounces of water within a day. Do we um, know what, what is the, let's end it once and for all, you know, campus conversations is settling a debate that has gone for too long. How much water should you drink in a day? I think it's at least 64 ounces. So eight cups of water. Okay. The eight by eight rule, right? I eight think cups, so. eight times. Okay. Do you have any other resolutions for us before we. Yeah. Maybe you can throw episode? our last one. That is for Jacqueline, bring us home. What's one. Um, we I think a good one is to prioritize your sleep and make that a priority, like set a goal to get at least eight hours of sleep a night when mm -hmm. feasible. I think that that can impact our lives in many positive ways. That's good. I'm going to add one more. So you're getting a bonus here. It goes with <laughs> Allison's reading. Um, in 2021, set a goal, read the Bible in a year. You can actually do this. It's, it can seem a little intimidating, but if you read about 10 to 15 minutes a day, you can read the Bible in a year. There's a ton of really, really good Bible reading plans. Just Google Bible in a year reading plans. You can find several good ones and that'd be a great place. Jacqueline, thanks so much for joining us on this episode yeah. of Campus Conversations. Thanks for having me. Well, for the listener, we hope that you guys are having an awesome winter break and we hope that you have a fun and safe New Year's Eve tonight. Um, hopefully this episode was helpful for you guys in thinking of some resolutions and just having a conversation about health and fitness. Make sure to follow our podcast Instagram page and also to like and subscribe to Campus Conversations on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We will be releasing new episodes um, every other Thursday at 9 a.m. So thanks for listening and go Bucks.